0: What's the name Drake? though who you you just got the pictures i saw that come through like we used the recent picture you just took those pictures
1: i just took those pictures man uh at um the memphis urban labs festival fun. oh nice yeah one of the uh, they
0: did hit the was ladies. that part of your like was that part of the deal
1: no no it was uh it was actually like a surprise one of the uh, one of the young ladies uh, who actually I know from you know we did a, we've done a few Zoom shows together. She happened to be there at the show at the uh, event, and so she was doing free headshots for everybody. So it just worked out that you know Damn. I just happened to be there and got some free headshots. Free headshots. That's totally
2: He's getting free headshots. I got an assignment for you, Jay.
1: I got an assignment for you. With it. That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it. Get out the trap with it. Whatever you want, whatever you need, it's on tab. Get it. Tap, that's, that's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it.
0: That's where I'm at. Okay, you chasing clout. Oh, no way, your shit turned. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, I'm again Chope Podcast with your boy Eddie Lyles. turns G is ye- in the ye- building. Ske- ske- Lloyd Lee is at work or somewhere jerking off. Uh, but we got Jay Devin in the building. What's up, bro? Yes. Wow. Turns. Yes, uh, thank we, you. we the code open turn started off with something that sounded, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was a perfect. So, no, so wow! So, wow. So yeah, uh, I got an assignment for you. Like, you you started you j-
2: started it perfect. You started it perfect because you said Loy Lee is out, he's at work, and this. Well, Jay, we found out you're in Vegas, man. So, you know, Loy in Vegas. My yes, assignment, well, he you. knows we in LA. That's why Free knows him from LA, but he knows now that they're in Vegas. I just need you to figure out if Lloyd's actually working the way he says he is. Oh, that's
0: funny. keep avoiding <laughs> uh, these. Uh... Lloyd, Lloyd's always worked, <laughs> man.
2: Lloyd, Lloyd's always working, man. I,
1: already, I, I know it's probably legit because I know Lloyd to work a lot.
2: Lloyd's man. been a little suspect with these all these workings
1: he's got to do. <laughs> Yo, he always got work, bro. That I, motherfucker I, feel it, man, like, I got my own. Can you... I got a podcast that I do as well, man, and uh, okay. I, I miss a lot of weekends because we shoot on weekends, you know. Oh. And, exactly. And you know, on the you know well, Saturdays, is, exactly. You know, Friday <laughs> and Saturday—that's where that's where that's where you that's where you're trying to make that money, man. So I already know yeah. I missed I missed a few Saturdays from getting booked and stuff. You know, or having to travel and get on the road and stuff like that. So I already know how oh, that
0: oh. goes. Oh, yeah. So hold up, no, no, seriously, why did y'all pick Saturdays though? Why did y'all pick the weekend? It was
1: one of the cats on the podcast. It was the best day that worked for him. You know, he had a his schedule just didn't allow him to do it on any other day of the week. So we actually oh, no, was trying to at kick him off of the, the podcast, year, <laughs> and we were supposed to come back and revisit it, and we never came back and revisited it. So we just <laughs> now. <laughs> so the shit still happening on Saturday. So, so I'm like, fam.
0: Now might be a good that, time. My, that's might like be the a good dude that moved move in. <laughs> that was a dude that moved in. It was like I'll be gone in two months, and then it's, exactly. it's six months later. Like, so we nah, doing, bro. So
1: almost a year later, we still doing it on Saturdays, man. We actually just moved it to Fridays, which is like
0: worse. You know, the
1: same. Exactly. It's, it's yeah. pretty much like, the same. I got
0: to rush home from work and then jump on the podcast, Ooh, and I can't exactly. go do get make money. And we do this, is some and we do it live. So it's the
1: so Ooh. we're actually oh, like live. It's called Pool Table Talk. So we're actually playing pool while we're okay. talking.
0: So it's wow. Okay, I gotta come yeah. to when I come to Vegas. I like. Yeah, we need no to set up. I wanna yeah, do your not, podcast, but it's
1: not man. streamed. It's, I mean, we stream it after the fact, but we right, have to right, right, record right.
0: it, and then. You no, know, no, like, I still wanna do it. Like comics yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that play pool, because you know, like I, used, like a lot of people don't know that, like I actually play pool. Like that was like my first love was pool before yeah. I started doing. I started doing stand up and took away from pool for me because the times that you use to get better at pool, you gotta be out doing stand up. You know right. what I'm saying? So I was like, so like during the pandemic, I luckily, I went back and played uh uh top, top league and went undefeated. And then soon as pandemic like lightened up a little bit and we could do comedy, I went winless the next session. I was just like, all right, yeah, it's about time for me to quit again. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I love pool. So if I could, if I could chill with comics and play pool, that's the best of both worlds with me, brother. Yeah. yeah how long, just, so how long, uh, like, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Now, let's say, how long have y'all been doing the podcast? Uh,
1: we yeah. about, uh, we started it in September 2020. Okay, so, so okay. over a year. Yep. So, yeah, so, you know, we, we were pretty consistent at first because, of, of course, the pandemic, nobody was really working and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, once the pandemic ended, you know, I had to get back out there, you know. So I am I got back on my grind and, you know, we all, you know, just, you know, we, we, we still trying to make it happen, but... Uh, like I said before those friday and saturday nights is they brutal man it's you bad. know I mean not only, not bad. only that you know most of us have women you know what i mean so on friday and yep. saturday night your lady ain't trying to you know hear you you know you got go to go I got to go do a, you
2: know? a podcast <laughs> see you after a bit I know. I know, you know it's
1: Friday. We could be. We could be having drinks and,
0: and then fucking. But you know, I got to go shoot this podcast. I got to go talk you, for you like get, two I, hours. I learned my lesson on that shit. Like I started comedy. I started comedy and then got married and didn't lay the expectations. Now of what was going to take place in comedy and then Man. got divorced. I will not. I I will not go down that route again. I Bruh. get every dude. Every dude that I hear and like, because I'm guessing you got a girl. You married, right? Yeah, is that the ring? Okay, every dude's different. So you you tell me your side of things, right? But I'm I'm gonna tell you mine's first. All right, comedy is first, love. Like for me, this is me. Like at the end of the day, I want to do this for a living, right? Yeah. I don't get to go to school for this shit. I don't get to you know uh uh uh, uh make a shit ton of money off of it at the beginning. I don't get the I I intern for years on end, and so the more time I can spend interning up front, the faster I can get to the more money. And it, and 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 then when I get to, once I get to the money, right now I'm at the money, right? The it, the more time I go to a day job and not and then I have to work around your schedule to to do comedy, the more I'm gonna need a fucking day job. Yeah. You get what I mean? So, listen, comedy comes first. Let's pick a... I don't work on Sundays, right? But I do have a kid with with my ex. So it's like any chick that deal with me, it's like, I'm so sorry. You probably just want some dick and a ride home because I'm not good for a relationship. (laughs) And now I'm doing No Shave November. I don't even take care of the bed, nigga. Like, I need... Bitches be gone, like. <laughs> but what's your really. thoughts on this shit? What would it come you, to? You know what, man?
1: Uh, I went through the same thing. This is actually my, uh you know, this is actually my third one. So, uh, yeah. hold on,
0: what? This, this, you gotta that, stop. I, that's you know that, right?
1: I, I say it. I say it on stage, <laughs> you know, because I talk a lot about relationships and my personal life and stuff like that. And I usually say on stage, you know. You know, whatever. You know, shout out to me. I got married last year during the pandemic.
0: Blah blah, whatever.
1: Motherfucker start clapping. I'm like, hold your applause. It's the third time. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I get the oh, you know, whatever. Because that's the right reaction for a third marriage. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yes. like, Nigga, what are you doing out here? You
2: know, just, I was polite. Like, <laughs> I, I kept it in. Eddie, Eddie, and you're you not even that old. He yeah. tried. not even that old, face. bro. I did. Tar- I did. Taris, I did. Tried to
1: keep I, a straight face. I saw Look, that. Look,
2: man, that was bearing. But Eddie was like, "What the fuck?" Like, I was like, "Oh." <laughs>
0: Bro, I guess because, no, no, Terrence totally. is on his <laughs> yeah, second. Y'all, is had, on his second wedding too.
1: Y'all had the two reactions that you're supposed to have when you hear that. One of them is just yeah. nothing, and the other mm. one is the fuck is wrong with you, son? Yeah. Like just yeah. so yeah, y'all both y'all both covered the uh, y'all covered the gamut of the right expression that come with yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but for real, man. <laughs> uh, my first one, I had just gotten back on stage when I got married to my ex-wife, and uh, oh, just oh, like ter- I mean, just like Eddie said, man, you know. I didn't lay the expectations down because I love comedy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I absolutely love, I'm just, just like y'all, I'm you know, we trying to make this shit, you know, be the breadwinner, you know? Right. And at that time, I was on stage, you know, I'm not so much now because now I'm on stage, you know, 20 minutes a night, you know, I can work out new stuff if I need to inside of my sets and stuff like that. But back then, I'm grinding four or five nights a week at open mics, Right. you know? And I'm still home at a decent time, but it's still time away from the house that I'm, you know, and when you're in a new marriage, that shit don't fly, you know, whatever. Uh, I was going to say this, though, to Eddie, uh, to to answer the question, man, when you find the right person, that's everything, man. When you find a, when you get with a woman and you say that to her, like, hey, look, you know what? I'm doing this comedy thing. This is what I do. You got to get in. Not so much get in where you fit in, but just understand, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a balance. Everything's a balance, you know. I got kids. I got, you know, whatever. I got a day job. I got, you know, I'm a roller skater. I skate all the time. You know, you go on my, you go on my Instagram. go don't you me, do? Skating videos of me on there. Um, <laughs> what don't this nigga do? I've been, I've been skating for 30 years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I play guitar and piano. So I'm so, Hold you know. Up. Jay, what are, you, are you in your 40s? I'll be 50 next month, man. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I'll be 50 on November 12th in about two weeks. Look,
2: man, my my uh, hold up. Let me bring out my phone. I'm gonna call some bullshit right now.
0: I'll be, I'll nigga, be 50 like, in two like, like I'll be, Jay, Jay, Jay. hold weeks, on, bro. Man. Black, black, don't crack except November, November 12th, nigga, man, I'll be 50. That's not yeah. no crack, nigga. That is cocoa butter. Like, what are you? No, you know, no, no, man. You know what? cocoa butter, my guy? Like, man, what the I fuck is it, happening right now? What?
2: Jay did it right. You know why he didn't age? Because he didn't stay with them women in the two <laughs> first marriages trying to make exactly. it work when that, it wasn't right gonna there, work bro, that's it man i'm telling he, you he pulled uh, out when it was time to pull the yes, fuck nigga, on
1: that's it right there man i i, I brought I away when i needed to man i ain't let him suck. <laughs> my, i ain't let him suck the life out my face man fuck right God, that's
0: man. funny but, <laughs> uh, but, that, but that's <laughs> what it's about man is
1: you get with somebody that understands man you know what i'm saying and, and don't get it twisted man you know we it's all a work it's all work man but uh i'm lucky enough to have somebody who you know definitely understands the grind, you know what I'm saying. It don't give me too much problems about it. Hell, lately she has been traveling with me. You know what I'm saying. so was she a
0: comic?
1: No, no, no. Hell, no. Nah. She, uh, but <laughs> so not I like was, that. I mean, she say I funny know shit, said. but Listen, yeah, 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 I get it. Did. I, I don't get it. Nobody get no time it. soon, and, and and making money at this I, shit. So
0: I was out with uh, I was out last, I was out this week with Gr- with Gr- Barnes. I don't know, if you know, grip Barnes is. Yeah, yeah. I was out with grip Barnes. And I was like, I was like, cause Grizz been around for fucking years. So Grizz literally just shitting on us and it's like, man, I've been, he was like, how old are you now? I said, I'm 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 34. He's like, damn, I've been doing comedy longer than you've been alive. Like to my face. It was so disrespectful. All right. And I was like, hey Grizz, have you ever dated a, a, a female comic? He's like, she got fat ass. <laughs> He's <laughs> like do it don't it. matter. Like they all the same. Like Oof. I have a, I have a, I have a. That's one of my pet peeves. I can't date a female comic. I could not because I, they're I not be beautiful. More, no. Not because they're not great personality. I just, I never want to do that battle, yo. I never yeah. want to have that battle or, or that conversation of who's. That's funny. because
2: that's no. It's not even just that. It's because you know. Comics have some sort of an issue, like whether it's being too sensitive, like we all are, or something. It, it, yeah, you I, just I, know I, that absolutely. there's there's for sure red flags. Like other women can at least do a better job at hiding them.
0: Yeah, the red flag is we do comedy. Like that's, that's what I'm saying. Like you can't hide exactly. that red
2: flag. You can't hide that. The like, other every other women chick can that every, every chick
0: flag. that dates a comic is yeah. fucking nuts themselves. I'm, I'm, yeah. They can be beautiful, a great person, and all that, but mm-hmm. there's something wrong. With anybody that's dating a comic, like, for sure, because we are f- fuck. Unless you're a Christian comic, if you're a Christian comic, I get it a little bit more. Like, <laughs> like oh. you making jokes about the Bible, I baby? Don't like, let's know, go. Man. Some, exactly. might,
2: some might say it <laughs> involves little boys a little much, depending wow, on the route bro. it goes, fella. Depending on the wow, route it bro. goes,
1: hilarious.
0: I don't. I've never heard. <laughs> this guy's wild. So. So all right, so why would you move to why did you move to Vegas? Because most people like I keep hearing L.A. people keep moving to fucking Vegas. Yeah, Who's it's, it's Vegas?
1: a big yeah. Everybody's coming out here now, man. Um, for me, at the time when I moved out here, I was actually with my second wife.
0: Um, oh, we were on
1: the outs, but you know we were still halfway trying to work shit out, and um, she moved my daughter out here. So I was like, you know, I wanted to stay close to my daughter, so yeah. I followed her out here. in yes, fact, yeah. Three months later. You know, shit was in whatever I got yeah. my own place. And I just I've been out here, man, you know. So, yeah, yeah. I did. So that how long have you, been, I did how that long you been
2: doing comedy, my man? Like how, how long? Uh, is this is my
1: is? second time around, man. OK, uh, I was doing comedy back in the 90s. OK, from like 94 to about 97, 98, about three and a half years. And then mm-hmm. I stopped in 98, took 15 years off. And then came back in 2013, and I've been on the grind since 2013. So I just say eight years, just to not have
0: to tell. So what was everybody.
1: what was the purpose of the? Yeah, break, man, but, I,
0: yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, that I, I only I did yep. it for a year because most motherfuckers would be like, oh, no, I've been doing it for like 26 years. Exactly, nah, man. I, Lying man. ass nigga. Exactly. I had,
1: I had. You know what's funny, bro? I'm gonna tell you a funny story right after answer Terrence's question. Right after answer Terrence's question, I'm gonna tell y'all a funny ass story about when I used to host my radio show. But what was your question? What was your question, man?
2: Oh no! Go ahead. Tell the story, man. This is oh, what we're here for. So, so uh,
1: you know, again, I don't try to tell people how long I've been doing comedy, but you know, I, again, I go back to the to the mid '90s, early early right. mid '90s um and at that time that was when a lot of the you know cats who are on now were coming up you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm, so i don't like the name drop but i know a lot of these cats just just on name alone and just work work in different rooms with them back at that time when they were still trying to get their come up on you know Mm -hmm, right Uh, so i was doing a radio show a couple years ago and i've done like two different you know uh variations of my radio show It was called everyday talk with jay devon so i had this chick on the show one time she's from detroit and um, so, I, again, you know, I don't always tell people how long I've been doing this shit and just how many people I actually know or, you know, fuck with me or whatever. Right. Um, first of all, let me say this. Shout out to downtown Tony Brown, who just passed not too long ago. Yeah, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, a couple of weeks back. You
1: know, I don't know if y'all knew him or you knew the name yeah. or whatever. Yeah, knew the name. So I anyways, knew he is. was yeah. from Detroit. And she was hyping up Detroit and saying how she had been doing comedy for so long. So I asked her one question. Do you know Tony Brown? You know, and right. she was like, no, nah, I don't know Tony Brown. I'm like, how the fuck you do comedy in Detroit and not know Tony Brown? Like everybody, right. knows, you know what I'm saying? Just everybody on Tony Brown. Long story short, yeah. the chick walked, got off my podcast and decided she was going to go and try to bash me on social media. Like, Ooh. oh, he tried to embarrass me and this and that. No, I didn't. I asked you one question. If you say you're <laughs> from Detroit, you should know Tony Brown. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Right. It's like if you're from Philly, you should know Toure. You know, yes, exactly, so,
0: exactly, exactly. I'm just saying, if
1: you're from Philly and you don't know ray as a comedian, you're probably not doing comedy in the right places. Right. Like simply, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you're not, not you're doing I'm comedy. Not, and I'm, <laughs> and there's, no gatekeepers, there's no gatekeepers to this shit, but I'm still, but I'm just saying, there's certain people that when you go to certain cities, you know, them. you know them. That's it, you know, especially if you're doing a certain type of comedy. If you're underground, you know, I'm not an underground comedian, I'm, I'm more diverse and, and more mainstream, but again, I can do underground, but on that Ooh. circuit, there's certain people that you're gonna know in every city, you know, right? But Ooh, uh, that- that's that's just a funny ass story because this chick still hates me to this day, man. She... <laughs> no, it, 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 I, no, it's people, it's people to this day, it's
0: people that I have to explain this to. I was literally just talking to my boy Oil Henry from DC. Um, he's running, uh, running a show back in DC for me and my partners, and um, like I was letting them know, I said, like this is one of the things that I hate um, that I was trying to change. And I know that I can't change it, but I at least want to get my part to changing it. Right. Yeah. I hate the separation between urban and mainstream. I literally Definitely. hate the separation because it's literally a look down upon like urban comics are like, yeah, you're a mainstream comic. It's like, bro, like you can try your best to tell me I'm a mainstream comic and the correct quote unquote, correct sense. But, bro, you saying that shit to look down on me. Then yeah. what, what happens for me was I get, on the mainstream side, I get comments that's like, oh, he does urban shows. And on the urban side, I get people that say, oh, he does mainstream shows. No, yeah. motherfucker, I do mixed shows. Um, I, 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 The audience bro. themselves decide, like, which shows they're going go to go yeah. to. Exactly. And they decide who's funny. So don't put that shit on me because yeah. at this particular, at DuPont Circle, you know what I'm saying? In DC, I get a lot more white females. I don't mean I promote only the white females. The same way I promote at Dupont Circle is the same way I promote at Busboys and Poets. But both yeah. the people that go to those places are different. Now, with that being said, if you if you realize that like mainstream and urban is a thing, right? There are certain comics that you know in both arenas. If you can't name those comics, then you swelling. You're yeah. oh, you're not that good. Yeah, you really yeah. like I'm just being honest. Like, if you've never yeah. been on a sh- like, like I, I you hear I'm in New York now. I just moved up to New York and I hear comics like say certain shit where I'm like, oh, you two years in. I get it. Like I, I understand that now. Because there's certain people you don't may not have to know them personally, but you know who the fuck they are. Thanks. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? So right. I don't know, like, so, like, because you because you started so long ago and then came back, do you think that gave you an edge because, like, it was like you were living your life funny, even Without though you weren't going on stage, you was living your life funny because I think once you a comic, you're a comic. You, comic. you may not be on uh, stage comic, but
1: is it's, it's, it's one. I want to tap in on this first before I answer your question. Yeah. Um, but what you were saying about the mainstream and the urban, I had the toughest time transitioning because when I first got back on stage, I was in L.A. in 2013. Mm. and uh i was doing a lot of shows out in the valley you know i didn't even know la had an urban scene like that so Mm. my first few my first few months i spent out in like hollywood and you know out in the valley and shit like that doing shows in front of white hispanic asian crowds the hardest thing for me to do was the transition back to doing you know black urban rooms and the first night I'm, i'm (laughs) <laughs> this, this shit's hilarious the first night i did this room in la called the family room and the family room is like it's like the hoodest fucking it's on the border of watson compton just to give you an idea of just how Ooh. good this motherfucking room right, is. right right it's right literally okay. on maine and el segundo right in the heart of south central la and so i go and do this room I'm like maybe the dude gave me ten minutes. I don't know why he gave me ten minutes. He thought I was funny. He saw me at a couple of shows, whatever. He's like, yo, you 10 why. minutes on my show, whatever. I'm like, I ain't ready. I ain't ready. You know, I mean, I only been back on stage for like maybe six months at the time. Ooh. Ten minutes, okay, whatever. Let's see what I can do. Nigga, they booed me off stage within like the first thirty-eight seconds. Openly no. booed. Not like not like arms folded, just sitting there staring at me. Like no. two dudes from the back of the room. Ooh openly booed me at this show bro
0: so what i did was i
1: don't know if you're familiar with david arnold
0: yep mm-hmm. so i hit up
1: david arnold and, we know um, we know
0: exactly who that is shout out yeah. joe hill so, um so I,
1: exactly they, they got they had a little beef a little while ago or whatever yeah. which i thought was crazy but whatever
0: so that was hilarious it's kind
1: of like david style you know what i'm saying okay. i have a I, i'm a I do it. Like I said, I do a lot of stuff about family, my kids, mm-hmm. about relationships, stuff like that. So it's not really urban. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 relatable across the board. I can do the same material right. in front of any right. crowd and get a, you know, so I had to talk to David because I was like, how do I get that to translate to black audiences? You know what I'm saying? Where, you know, I'm doing this. I don't want to change my material. I don't want to, you know, no. be a whole different person in this room and then be a whole different person in this room. So right. that was the, he gave me the best uh, like, you know, knowledge on how to make that transition. Mm-hmm. Um, but to go back to answer your question, yes. When I came back on stage, man, I was 41 in uh, 2013. Mm. Oh. And um, man, I mean, I came back on stage flaming cause I just had, cause again, I don't make shit up, you know. what I'm saying everything right. I talk about is literally shit that comes out of my house.
0: You know, right, 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 right. Me and my wife like get into Same. an argument, and I walk on stage. Go on and stage talk about and talk about, about the argument. Yo, <laughs> yeah, like I, I told my girl that shit. You don't, don't, hey, man. don't talk to me about shit you don't want on stage.
1: I did a show. <laughs> I did a show one night, and I promise you, we were in the car having an argument about some something, something stupid. It wasn't even an argument; right. it was just a debate about some something, something stupid as fuck. I right. literally walked into the venue and said. I'm about to go on stage and say this shit and do this, shit. and I went on stage and killed it for like seven minutes just talking about this dumbass debate we were having right. in the car. And you, because you didn't even write it, wasn't even I wasn't even I didn't even punch it up, I literally was just repeating the conversation, having conversation. That we were having and you in the car and we that's sharing my thoughts on it.
2: And that's the thing is, you can never seem to capture those moments the same, right? Like, like from that fresh right where when you're telling that story for whatever reason things are just humming they're firing the right way because you've got the emotions tied to it and you can just pat pat pat, 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 pat,
1: pat. That, that so
2: like i'm always interested in our guests and their creative process jay so like you said that that what you talk about is everything that comes out of your home. So relationships, fatherhood, all of that stuff. But what's your creative process like? Are you like that guy that writes a lot and then he takes it to stage? Are you just like, hey, I'm just going to hit the stage and we'll see what happens and we go from there? Is it a mixture of the two? What do you
1: got going on? It's it's a mix of the two. Um, like I said before, because it comes like, and you you actually beat me to the punch, but I appreciate that, man. Uh A lot of times the best stories that I tell are stories that when I tell them, I'm in the moment. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like I'm literally feeling that, you know, the story as I'm telling it. Mm -hmm. And it makes it so much easier to tell the story. You know what I'm saying? Like just what I I normally will do is I'll have a story that I want to tell. I'll go on stage, I'll tell it. And then from, you know, repeating the story Two or three times, five times, ten times, whatever, that's when the word players start to happen. Oh. That's when I'll start to, you know, move this word out and put this word in. Or, oh. you know, take a take a, you know, take a pause here before I say the next thing, or, you know, make a face, you know, whatever. And right. that's usually my process. And I'll write every so if I if I have something that just that I experience, but it's necessarily not, you know, my experience, you know what I'm saying? Like I'll just see something or I'll, you know, kind of come across a a topic or whatever. Then I'll write that down and I'll, you know, scribble shit out. But it's still just, you know, for me, everything is just verbal, man. I I can't write too many words without, you know, like, oh, that don't, you know, it don't sound right. You know what I'm saying? I got to actually be saying it. And then as I'm saying it, that right word will, you know, will come to me. Right. and then i'll be able to you know remember that word and throw it in there every time i do it and then eventually yeah. i'll you know but i got mostly what i have is a bunch of notes i just nah, yeah i do
0: of, the, i do the same thing bro yeah i yeah. literally do the same thing i try i try to tell people this all the time like um when i moved that when i came up to new York a lot of one of the biggest things that came up was a lot of people were like yo you were you were up there you were funny but you weren't even trying to be funny and it's like y'all like that's because like I didn't write my jokes in a, in a, in a closed closet exactly. and, and then bring them exactly. to the set. Like I wrote a joke. I like had a story that happened at home. I went on stage at an open mic and this is why I'll never give up open mics. Like I know everybody's different. I, my, 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 my mentor is Tony Woods. So until I see oh, Tony Woods yes. not going in until I see Tony Woods not going to open mics, that's when I'll stop going to open mics. Other than yeah. that, nigga, I go to open mics. I like, I don't care. That's just how I am. You get what I mean? Um, But I I use open mics for those situations like, oh, shit, I had an argument at home. Oh, I had this happen to me at work. I had this. I take that bitch on stage and then I just talk about my day. If I find something in there that's funny, then I go back home and write that out. When I write that out, I develop the joke at open mics on stage. Now, I tell people this all the time. That's not a great way to go, but not for everybody because... You never, especially in New York, you never know who's in the room. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like this, I've been to I've been this week, this week alone, every day that I've been out, I got booked on a show because of what I did on stage. Nice this week alone. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's like, and none of it, and I'm not known in New York yet. Like I just moved here what three weeks ago. Yeah, you sure know what I'm saying? saying. Like, so like I, I, I don't know, I don't really know too many people over here. I know some people because of the stuff that I do at home, but I don't know that many people, um, but yeah, when you go on stage and you start developing these jokes, sometimes they come off bad. So it's not a great style to teach new comics, I, in my opinion. What do you, like? Yeah. Do you think that? It, do you think all? Not all, because we, we, if all of us did it, then we all sound the same. But do you think more comics should do that? Like, go take the joke on stage and develop it on stage, or do you think it's, more people should write? It's hard write to it out? say,
1: man. Because it, well, here's the here's the thing about that. You don't really know whether the joke gonna work till you get on stage, anyway. Right, you know I mean? right. You can sit down. I've I've seen cats sit down, and I used to be that cat. I used to do the, you know, like I used to do the setup, execution, punchline, setup, execution, right. punchline. When I first got back on stage eight years ago, but then I realized that that's not my style. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm right. a storyteller. I'm right. a natural, right. a natural storyteller. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. I can get away with telling a three minute bit about, you know, me and my wife arguing over toothpaste, you know what I'm saying? Right. And it's going to be funny within the story. And then at the end, I'm going to, you know, say something that's going to make it pop that much more. Probably right. But even with that, like one of the biggest compliments I got, and then, you know, I guess the compliment, whatever you, you know, one of my partners was watching me about a, about six, seven months I... ago. And he said, dude, I just watched you on stage for 30 minutes. I don't, I can't remember where you actually did a punchline. Nothing was a punchline. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, you can, you know how you can listen to comedians do kind and you, and you can, you know, the punchlines. Punch punch you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. boom. He's like, dude, you're not even doing punchlines anymore. You're literally just telling the story and finding different ways to use your voice or your face or your whatever to, you know, to, and I don't do a lot of act outs. You know what I'm saying? My act outs are real mild. You know what I'm saying? Just, I'm not that, yeah. you know, ah, whatever. You know, I'm just, you know, but I give you enough to, to, to bring you into the story and make it funny. You know what I'm saying? and just so I don't know, man. I mean, you know, because I've written some stuff that I thought, man, this is going to be fire when I say it. And, yeah, it's bro. Just like, and it just falls.
2: So it it fall
0: fall. Oh, it's the so, worst. And that's, and, that's, and that's that's like if you don't feel it. If, like for me, if I don't feel it, it'd be bad, bro. That'd be bad. Yeah. And, and, like if I'm not feeling it that day. I had I remember I did a show uh, for my boy, Anthony Oaks. A uh, long time friend of the podcast. Um freaking man show.
1: down in Memphis. Anthony. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I like that. Oh, that... Funny
1: as hell, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my hell. guy. He did yeah, a show like... in
0: DC. He did a show in DC like a month and a half ago. And um, it's called Seven Black Minutes. I think he was bringing it out to uh Vegas too. But um I do the show right, <laughs> right before I do the show, I get in an argument with somebody. And then I get to the show. I'm not already not in the mood. And then me and Rashawn. I guess I was standing in the spot where Rashawn wanted to take her pictures at. So now I'm getting mad. And then I just go on stage and I was like, man, fuck this shit. And I just went through the motions. Every last one of these jokes, I know it's funny, but the emotions that I had behind yeah. them. Like I'm, I was sit like no. Yeah. I do a lot of I do. I, sometimes if I'm doing a story, I'll sit down. I'll get comfortable. And then i try to make the joke work. And then I, that way I know if the joke is really the joke is funny or if it's me that's making the joke funny. But this particular day, I didn't have the energy to make the joke funny or give a fuck about the joke. Like, yeah. And it was it was a bad sitting. People laughed, but it was like one of them last. I was trying to tell somebody else. It's like one of them last where it's like, okay, I mean, I know you're funny, but this wasn't. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was one of them jokes. Yeah. And it's funny that
1: you mentioned that because I used to do that too, man. I used to, like, I didn't used to move on stage. I've only recently started moving. I used to just stand in front of, you know, I used to, and there was a point in time when I first got back on stage in 2013 where I didn't even take the mic out the stand. Mm. And I did that for a while. Then when I did finally take the mic out the stand, I never moved. I would just stand in one spot, you know. And uh,
0: Mm. one time I sat in a
1: chair. (laughs) Big
0: mistake. Oh, you eight, eight eight one.
1: For me, big mistake. And I will tell you what happened. I don't know if you're familiar with Hope Flood. I know you if Yeah, know if you know Hope Flood. Yeah. Uh I'm doing a show with Hope Flood one night and I and I decide to pull up a chair, you know, whatever. And I'm crushing. Like I'm I'm killing for like
0: in the chair. Ten
1: ten twelve minutes. No, no, no. Before I sat down.
0: Ooh. I'm
1: standing up 10 12 minutes and I'm crushing. And then like my last 5 minutes I pulled this chair up and I sit down in it. You know, just I don't even know what I don't even know why. I never done it before. I just got ooh, too comfortable. Ooh. I sit down in the chair. I'm still funny, you know, I finish out the set of right. Running. And Hope walked up to me and she said, "I never want to see you sit in a motherfucking chair again." She said, "You <laughs> 6 foot 4, you good looking, stand the fuck up, make these women, you know, like cuz that's my fan base mostly anyway, you know." Right 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 right. And You're Bill like, Bellamy, you know, nigga. I, yeah. I, uh, I I
2: appreciate the subtlety of that throw out, you know. Like, oh, you know, it said she said I was a good looking motherfucker. I'm big, you know, I'm strong and shit like no man. Like oh, man. you, you know,
1: you know, I've
0: gotten I've
1: gotten so many <laughs> little gems from people, man. It's ridiculous, man. One of the one of my favorite ones though is this one. Uh, I don't know if y'all are familiar with Lewis Dix. Old school veteran comedian from Philly. No, I'm not uh, familiar, unfortunately. Used to rock with Mark Curry and Sinbad back in the days. You know, okay, you I know, know those were right. be very, yep. Been in the game <laughs> for years. Been in the game right. for years and years and years. Funny as fuck. And like me, does a lot of material about his family, his kids, you know, being married for a long time, whatever, whatever. Uh, we're at uh, Garrett Morris's club in LA. This is mm. right before I left LA in 2015. We're at Garrett Morris's club. I'm doing, like, a nice 15-minute set, and I'm in the pocket. Boom, 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 boom. giving it to him. Boom, 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 I walk off stage. He walks over to me. He says, you know, hey, how you doing, whatever, whatever. I'm Louis Dix. I'm like, yeah, I'm familiar with you. One of my mom's favorite comedians, actually, you know. Mm. I said, my mom was a big fan of yours back in the 80s and 90s, you know, whatever. I said, I definitely know who you are. And he goes, uh... Cool, you know, whatever. He said, how you feel about your set? I said, oh, I felt pretty good. You know, he said, cool. He said, yeah, he said, he said you funny. He said, I can tell you right. You put some thoughts into your words and stuff. You got some good wordplay and some of that. He said, but I don't know shit about you. And it, man, that shit, that shit had me, Ooh. it hit me right. I was like, what? Mm. I was like, I just sat there for 10 minutes, 15 minutes talking about my wife. My kid he said, but I don't know nothing about you.
0: About you. How does yeah. it make
1: you feel? You told the story, but you didn't talk about how the stories made you, how those situations made you feel. Like, that's so right. the funny, That's where the funny is. Changed my game, dude. I rewrote all my shit and really just started to tap into. And that's when I found my voice. Between him and David Arnold, around the 2015 time frame was when my voice started to become, you know, what Jay it Devon. is I today. So, his voice. Yeah.
2: so you bring up an interesting point, Jay. Like, so you talked earlier about how you sit there and you can do. You're, you're a natural storyteller, so you can do three minutes about you and your wife arguing about toothpaste and all of this. Now, oftentimes I always say, you know, you hear rules of comedy, like laughs per minute is always a thing. And you want to do setup, execution a punchline. You've got to do this and you've got to do that. But I always come back and say there's no blueprint to this shit. Not there's all. literally no set to that. So when you you look at something like that and you get some advice like that, and then you think of like mainstream versus urban, what do you think that does for the art? Like because I think of like mainstream putting a lot of those rules to it. Because they're in the business side of funny, but Whereas so the urban, urban so the urban. But yeah, I would so say urban a little bit less because they're more on the funny side of business.
0: Not, I would say urban's more or less. I, I would say mainstream's more or less on the side of uh, what they of uh, 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 what is that word? Fuck that I'm looking for, like appearance. Mainstream's oh, yeah. more about appearance, right? right? They don't want to be perceived a That's the word right. I'm looking for. Perceived. That's so why I said the urban, business side. The urban comedy. rules but but no no no, but that's what I'm saying. It's but urban has a business side too. Agreed, it's definitely. just not it's just not a it, when I say that, I mean it's it's not as widely accepted except in urban.
2: Agreed. I I we're saying the same things but like mine is in a more subtle like like I mean is they want to give you that proper presentation to business. It's what we talk about with the subtlety thing, right? Like the simply naming of our podcast I'm a get in trouble versus I'm going to uh, yeah, get in trouble. You know, yeah. little things like that. Yeah. And so that's why I said it's the funny business. So I, I mean what you're saying, but I'm saying it differently. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. But with all of that, with the rules and things like that, and people telling you things, and then you getting that advice, what does that make you think about the rules in comedy? What does that make you well, feel when you hear it, about that?
1: Here's the Here's the deal, man. I feel like this. I feel like if you're a good enough comedian, you can adjust, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I need to do a hot three, I can do a hot three. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I can take that same story, punch it up a little bit in the middle and still get that same, you know, 18 seconds, you know, 18 to 25 seconds, laugh points or whatever, enough to be able to pass a three minute audition for a TV set if I need to, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, same thing with urban, you know what I'm saying? I can walk into an urban crowd do that same bit about me and my wife arguing about toothpaste and get the same reaction that i would get in front of a tv crowd you know for you know nbc or some shit you know what i mean just it's the rules are there but once you you know one you got to be flexible enough to be able to you know to understand the game on both sides you know if you plan on doing both sides there's a lot of cats that's like oh you know what I ain't even gonna deal with the politics of mainstream. I'm just gonna stay on the right. urban side. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. right. Then there's a lot of cats who say, Oh, well, I'm not gonna deal with the, the urban side because it's whatever. It's too hood, it's too, it's too loose, it's not, you know, it's not structured enough, it's whatever it is. And then they right. decide they wanna do the mainstream side.
0: Right. Um
1: I can honestly say at this age, at you know, at my age, you know, uh, and when I came back on stage at, you know, uh, eight years ago. I really didn't know what I wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, you know, I was just trying to be funny. You know, um, and I didn't. I, and they had, and I had to figure that out. I had to figure out how to be funny for the urban side. That's still Ooh. even today. That's a struggle for me. You know, what I'm saying I can do it. I, have you know, I've, I've I've done a lot of great urban rooms and I've crushed them. But it's still that. You
0: know, you got to put more work into them. Exactly. I'm,
1: Man. I'm not the, I'm, but I'm, and I'm also not the cat that's going to come in and try to give you a whole bunch of stuff about, you know, like the, the same old, you know, I got roaches. and the, uh, you know, and EBT and, you know the older man. lady with the high bed and all this other shit like all that. The oh, shit, all this now,
2: shit, y'all, the, all the shit y'all, that make her look bad. Y'all are starting to dabble into some shit that's gonna get us all in trouble because <laughs> no, <now laughs> no, not, not, but, it's not, but
0: it's a real it's, shit. It's don't,
2: don't, we I'm had this you. conversation I'm, too many I'm, times, I'm, bro. I'm with I'm, you, but ready? you also know we know comics that are gonna be upset if we say that it's just that. Because I'm just saying we there there is
1: it's not just that. though.
0: Here's the beauty.
1: Here's the beauty in that, real quick. I'm okay. Man. We can get in trouble. I'm okay. I did. When I went to Memphis, I was actually shocked. I got to tell y'all how shocked I was in Memphis at the level of comedy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And it was an urban, it was an urban festival. It was named the Urban La, Urban Comedy Festival. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. It was run by a young lady named Latoya, uh, Latoya yep. Pope. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I I we had her on the podcast. She's an alumni I of the
2: podcast. She's had met, hadn't met
1: her to. until I got down there, man. Beautiful soul, funny as hell. The whole nine. A um, lot of comedians were there. Uh You know, you mentioned D.C. Patrice DeVoe was there. Um mm-hmm. Gina G. was there, who Ooh-hoo. used to um, be out here in the LA. Homies. But, you know, now she's out in VA. Um But I was shocked that- Oh, Gina following... started in
0: LA? I thought she started in Florida. No, no Patrice.
1: She started in LA at, in LA at the J spot. No, Gina. Uh,
0: okay. Gina, yeah. Gina started in LA? Yeah, Gina was Gina in LA. G? Yeah, she I didn't know in LA. Gina was in LA. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Gina's, but, Gina and Patrice uh, have been on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: Patrice. Well, I know Patrice because Patrice used to come to L.A. Uh, yeah. And, and you mentioned Anthony. They did a show out here a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But uh, I was shocked, man. I can't I can't lie and say that I wasn't shocked at the level of comedy that these cats performed at. You know what I'm saying? It mm-hmm. wasn't just the, you know, I, and, and honestly, I was expecting just the regular run of the mill, you know, you know just you know the old old hacky you know urban shit nah Ooh. man them comedians in memphis Ooh. brought it and i'm you know i mean it was more of them from around the country as well but mm-hmm. it was it was it was refreshing to say the least man because i'll because i'm here in vegas man and uh you know again it's a lot of cats out here that's you know that's trying to bring back death jam and and comic view money and i'm just like hey fam let that shit go you know what i'm saying like we got better things to talk about. You know what I mean? Just
0: <laughs> so we got me, like, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because <laughs> to me,
1: if you're not doing comedy from your heart, from you know, and and talking about who you are, it, it, what's the point, man? It, it's just it, there's no point, man. I can't, I can't get you. Ter- uh Eddie was saying it earlier. Even when people give me tags, I go hmm. That sounds great, but that's not me. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I might try to work it into, you know, maybe make it trying to make it. But if it just really don't even sound like me, so people give me tags all the time and I'm just like, that's not even my voice, fam. I wouldn't even sound right saying right, that. Right. So I'm not gonna say it. You know what I'm saying? Cause honestly, man, what makes what, what I think sells me more than anything, one, I'm relatable. Again, because I talk about relationships, being a father, corporate America, you know, just being a black man in in, in the world or whatever. But what makes me even more relatable is that when people hear me talk about stuff, they can see it happening. You know what I'm saying? All like right. mm-hmm. if I'm watching you on stage and I can't see that story being part of your life, I'm checking out, plain and simple. I'm yeah. I'm checking out. You know what I'm saying? And and you and you become unfunny to me at that point. You know what I'm saying? And when I Perhaps. know that when I know that this is not your story, when I know that this is somebody else's story that you're trying to tell me, I, I, check, I check out. Yeah. I, I try to I, go
0: go, go,
1: ahead, go
2: ahead No, I was gonna say that's the thing is people people really don't realize that believability is the thing, and that's that's the thing too that I wanted yes. to get into. Jay is that's so profound because that's something that stuck with me. I got told something similar a long time ago, and it's never left me. And even still, when I watch comedy shows and I watch the comics, I think, will I think of them after this night is over? And more often than not, I don't. Because their jokes are funny, their stage presence is good, they're a good comic, but they're doing all the same jokes that I hear most uh, main acts doing. Yeah, motherfucker, I told you this shit. They're talking about their relationship with porn. They're talking about what it's like to be, you know, single and dating, things of that. It's literally the same stuff, right?
0: Yeah but some people some people make some people do joke some people do like we've had this uh phrase said multiple times on the podcast uh some people laughing at your joke and some yeah. people are laughing at the other person they heard do your joke better that yeah. you here, know what here, i'm saying here. like it's
1: <laughs> i I say this all the time man there's nothing there's something to be said about um, it's very rare. And I've only met one cat in my whole eight years of being back on stage. There's only one cat that I can say that I met that we did a bit the same exact way and it ended the same exact way. And it was a complete and utter accident. And because again, when you start to talk about the way people's minds work, if I say target to you and to you, y'all gonna both give me y'all should give me two different views of what target looks like to you. We all, all three of us, if we all sat down, if you took 10 comedians and you wrote down Ross, we all should come up with different perspectives on what we see in Ross. I have a Ross joke that is fucking killer, by the way. Um, (laughs) But I basically talk about the shit that I see when I go in Ross shit. That's not supposed to be there. My nigga, like, you know, mousetraps on the shelf, you know what I'm saying? And, and they guns, nigga. And who the fuck is wearing size fourteen cleats? You know what I mean? Like, why is why is me. this a thing? Like, I mean, where's where, where's this where's this Mexican soccer league that's going Eddie. on with these seven footers yeah. in it? You know what I
2: me. mean? Eddie, it, that's, Eddie, that's Eddie all I'm saying. reason, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know,
0: Eddie's niggas like, 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 <laughs> like me, bro. It's just niggas like me that like like the soccer, bro. Don't like don't don't, he, don't sit on us
1: in soccer. Like all his special order. when you go to Ross, you're gonna see something different. You know what I'm saying? Right. When yeah. you go, when somebody else goes to Ross, so when you start hearing the same, you know that these bits are coming from somewhere and they get in the sense you know what I'm saying? Like there's it, There's no parallel thinking. There's, we can't, you know what I'm saying? Like we all right. see things so much differently. I don't mind you telling a joke about being single. I don't mind you telling me a joke about porn. I got a joke about watching too much porn. But again, when I start to go into why, the why of it, my thinking is is going to be way different than yours. We're going to come up yeah. with two totally different. We should mm-hmm. all sit down and come up with three totally different reasons about right. why porn is not. You know, what I'm saying why we watch too much yeah. or why it's not whatever whatever that
0: is. But right. we then, I, yeah, when they when they start talking about porn, they hit the oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, bro, I'm done. Like exactly. make it, like niggas been doing that shit, shit forever. That's the, but but yeah, that's what they're about Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. the niggas that hit the joint. Hey yo, I gotta hurry up. I left my baby in the car. Yo, hey, jump off a bridge, bro.
2: That jump off a bridge, isn't that, fast. Isn't that most probably the most ironic thing about stand-up comedy? Is what I'm realizing. Right? Is these are the people that will make good comics. They are good comics. They they give you a good night out if you go and buy the ticket. I'm speaking in a general term, Eddie. In general, yeah, they're gonna give to you a go good ahead. time out, right?
0: <laughs> but I found people you going with this one. Dad. I
2: found that myself personally. <laughs> I found myself always more engaged, way more engaged with guys that maybe didn't make me laugh throughout as much, but were way interesting. But when I did laugh, the shit hit. And so it's isn't it kind of funny and ironic that that whole juxtaposition of we think of stand-up and it should be that rolling laughter. But in reality, the more I do comedy, the more I flock to what I think comedy should be. It's more of that, give me that interesting funny and pointed perspective
1: terrence terrence said something earlier man not to cut you off eddie but terrence said Mm -hmm. something earlier that i think is very important i might not necessarily be that cat that's going to give you the 18 to 25 second laughs i'm not having cats fall out of chairs and shit that's not my style of comedy my style of comedy is very direct and straightforward if you watch any of my clips you see it but without fail without fail i will always get a message that goes Man, me and my husband still saying that shit that you said to your wife right. the other morning. You know what I'm saying, exactly. or, or that you said you said mm-hmm. to your wife the other morning. Like my husband been saying that shit to me for the last month now. You know what I'm saying, or whatever. I just got a message from somebody like maybe three days ago where they was talking about something that I said on stage. You know, two weeks ago where they literally right. sent me a message and was like, "Dude, I I just had to let you know that you know that bitch you told about your son. I'm like, I'm I'm still." right now laughing about it and i don't think and and i don't ever i've never really thought like man do i have any bits that are just i know i have a few that are just like memorable you know what i'm saying Yeah, I, right. you know but that is the difference between me listening to you tell a story about you know dating this older woman with the high bed and the and the pills on the dressers and and named gladys right. or ethel or mm-hmm. bertha or whatever the fuck it is and then I've been knowing you now for ten years, and I ain't never seen you date nobody over thirty-five. You know what I'm saying? Right. So who are these old women that you telling these jokes about? Right. And I ain't never seen you with anybody over thirty-five. I now I know that that's not your that's not yours. You know what I'm saying? And I you, can't believe you, you no got more. that from somebody I, I, else.
0: Yeah. I, I I try to do like a lot of my jokes. I I, I do a couple stories where when I tell the story and this is and <laughs> when I tell the story on stage, people be like, "That's not." Real and they're like nah, that's li-. no. Exactly. And I try my best. I try my best not to do the story unless people that would. Because luckily, the the, the sto- one of the stories happened with comics, so I just try my best to only do that story when they're around or when I'm featuring now. You know what I'm saying? But when I was doing it, when I was working the joke out and open mics, my fuck was like, oh yeah, you just making that shit up. You just making that shit. And, mm-hmm. and, and and at the end of the day, once once people start resonating that like. Oh, this is real shit. Like this nigga only tells jokes from, like, I, yeah. it's, it's a comic. It's a comic. or and I and I need to rephrase this now, because I've I've learned a lot more in the last couple months. Um, there was a comic that I met who did it. Like a situation happened to me, but it fit one of my jokes, uh-huh. and it happened to me in front of him. And he came back to New York, and I don't know if he was doing it before before this situation happened to me or not. Uh, but in this situation, I use my joke, all right. Uh, the joke then started being I, I get a tape back because I do um certain things like certain shows, so I get a tape like, hey, get this dude the headline, and in that tape, he does the joke, all right. So I'm like, yo, like this is doing my joke, but I don't know him, I didn't because I didn't remember him at the time, right? Then I put two and two together, I remember the dude. I go to Philly. This I go to Philly. I do a show. When I do the show, I'm ripping, right? I'm trying my best to rip. I hit this joke. This joke normally gets a big-ass laugh. It doesn't. It gets like a mediocre laugh, right? So I get off stage. Everybody's like, yo, you were funny, da-da-da. A guy, a white guy who's a comic, was an improviser, not a comic, uh, walks up. He's like, hey, that joke that you did, um... It didn't get, I can see you like fall back a little bit. It didn't get the laugh that you think it should have got because somebody did it before you got on stage. I had showed up late. I got to the show a little bit later. A comic that I don't know at all. Never met this guy in my life, right? Uh, Like five years in. Does a similar joke to my joke. So then I'm like, maybe he knows the other guy. Doesn't know the other guy either. It was just a it was just a whistling, yeah. it was just a coincidence, it was a situation that happens too often that I didn't turn it into a joke. And I had to recurtail that joke and change it up. I say all that to say is because I like now that I re-changed that joke up, and it's and it's it's uh, the joke is no lie, like you know what I'm saying. It always happens, but because I shortened it, I took certain shit out and I just left mm-hmm. it like I was like, oh. This joke doesn't need all of this. Cut the fat. Cool. And I cut this one part out. It's getting a bigger laugh than it did when I had the other shit. Yeah. And it sounds different from their jokes. And it's like, yeah, because if they, when shit happens to you, you realize that, like, you don't have to say every single detail of what happened to you. Once people realize or see that, like, this could possibly happen to you, it's way more funny. And so I, I, I love, I love only going with my stories. Like, and I, but I, and I hate, like some people that do the relationship advice and they talk about females or the opposite sex or was it, I don't do that stuff more or less because I'm like, I'm, I'm such an lot of people. <laughs> like I ain't got time for somebody to be like, oh, so you don't fuck with women now, son? Like, yeah. oh. that's,
1: it's funny <laughs> that you mentioned that. Cause I used to get that a lot when I got back on stage, uh, and actually hope flood gave me that advice too because when i got back on stage man i used to be rough on women i used to stay on women's mm. head. like like 90 like percent of my material was just like you know and it wasn't bad it was just me just talking about my own experiences i had already right. been married once and you know a bunch of relationships and stuff but i want to just double down on what you said man um i i love when people come up to me and go you know and and i don't, and they don't even come up to me a lot of times like i said before You know, a lot of times I got my lady with me, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And they'll come up to her and go, is he really like that? Does he really say stuff like that? Did did, did that really happen? And she'll be like, oh, yeah, that just happened this morning or that happened, whatever, whatever. Because they don't believe that, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't believe that I can be that raw on stage about, you know, my relationship, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever. A situation, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't tell you how many times she's had people walk up to her after a show and 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 go, oh my gosh! How do you put up with that? How do you, how do you deal with him <laughs> yep. talking like that and and going on stage and talking about your life like talking about your home, your house like that, and your personal life and shit, bitch? You 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 hear now? You know what I'm saying? Like you knew what it yeah, was yeah. when you got it. You know, like, I was about to
2: say uh, uh, part of what made her. Catch this dick. Was this funny? All right, so that's, that's what right, it no. is. That's what the funny oh, no, no, dude, is. I did a <laughs> joke. I did a, I,
0: I I do a joke about how much more I love comedy than I can ever love another female that's not my daughter or my mom. Like, and, that's I, and I that that, and that I, that's,
1: that's hilarious off top. That just <laughs> that's hilarious. Just just that sentence right there is going to make people lean in and go, oh, What? Shit. what the fuck? Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So and I did that and I was dating the chick and I did that while she was in the back of the room. And like literally people walked down and was like, uh, this is awkward. Like I like, like you said, like you you hit that you hit it on the uh the, the, the nail on the head. I know we gotta get out of here soon. Um, but you hit the nail on the head a little bit earlier where you said, like, I love when it resonates with people, like yeah. it doesn't have to be super funny all the way through no, not and at I've all. Always, and and this that's, is where, that's what I'm this, saying, man. That's but this is where this it. is where I was trying to tell you, turn. I mean, not tell you, turn. I'm sorry. This is what I try to tell some comics. I'm like, this path feels more right for me, right? Like, besides the rape, take out the rape. Bill Cosby's the greatest comic of all time for me, all time, nigga. And take when I say out that, the great- people they look
1: at me like I'm crazy, bro. I'm like, dude.
0: Greatest uh, That's the time.
1: reason why my style is what it is. That's the exactly reason I'm a storyteller. It's just because people can't Bill separate Cosby feelings. Way no, back no, no, 19... no. People
0: don't like Bill Cosby, bro. People do not like Bill Cosby because dude, of Richard Pryor. You had the. No, Richard, I understand. You had the Bill Co- Everybody understands that Pryor came from uh, Bill and all that other shit. But when it came down to comedy, people give Pryor way more props than they give Bill. Dude, yeah. Bill has a joke. Look it up, and I and this will tell you. If me and your sister's funny is the same. Bill Bill Cosby has a joke about Noah. Have you ever oh, heard this? One
1: of yeah. my favorite ones. It was that's on my uh, favorite fucking bit, bro. It was on uh Bill Cosby himself. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I love right. that
0: special. And, and that's what and, I mean and, by
2: people can't get out of their feelings because two things can be true. You know, the, the rape aside, man, you can't just Eradicate the influence that that man had through television and comedy, it's foolish, man. Fuck That and fuck but people no, I'm, and I'm and make exactly say saying, I'm, I'm saying but even yes. with the
0: rape, though, agreed. even without the rape, though, I'm saying, people, some people agreed didn't like Bill Cosby like that, yeah. They all, yeah. a lot of people thought Bill Cosby, it's like Chris Rock, Chris Rock, Chris Rock is considered one of the greats, right? Mm-hmm. But when you ask a lot of people who's in the top 10, Chris Rock isn't there, never makes you see what I'm 10. saying. Right. He's not in a lot of people's top 10. But let's you back got- the
1: conversation up to what Terrence was saying earlier, to what to what y'all was both saying earlier. Now you back to that conversation about mainstream versus urban.
0: Right. Because right. Bill
1: Cosby appealed to everybody.
0: Everybody. You
1: know what I'm saying? My, my moms let me listen to Bill Cosby because yeah. he was Bill Cosby. That's right. how I got to hear Bill Cosby himself. That's how right. I got to hear a couple of his other his other specials before that and that's mm-hmm. when i fell in love with comedy cuz i'm like man i want to do that you know what i'm saying I, and i'm telling you i i will work clean as much as i can you know what i'm saying yeah. i'll dirty I it don't. up a little I bit with care. a word or two here and there but i don't i don't work you know what i'm saying i'm not oh, that ooh. i'm not a i'm not a foul mouth comic you know what i'm saying i'm I, uh, i'm not clean but i'm, I'm also say, not me. you know but i got that from watching bill cosby i found out that i can be funny Without having to be profane or whatever, you know. What I'm right. Saying? Now I'm not gonna be mad at you on stage. You know, if you drop 57 f bombs in a five minute set, then nigga get some material. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my bad, Eddie. My fault, dog. <laughs> I'm just saying. I've seen it happen. I'm just like my yeah. nigga, Like all I heard was the fucks. You know what I'm saying? I ain't hear no material. Yeah. But I, I got the it. jokes. I just I cuss a lot. <laughs> but I love, but yeah. but just that conversation right there, man. I love Bill Cosby, man. That's my dude. And when people ask me who my top five is, it starts with Bill Cosby, Bill without a doubt. And then you know I throw in uh, Carlin and Patrice, and you know whatever you know. And because that's my top.
0: You. Hold on, hold on. All right, let's see you, end out your top five real quick. Because that's that's three of my top five:
1: Cosby, Carlin, right,
0: right. Patrice, uh huh, Chappelle, and okay. Louis Black. Okay, ooh, we got, we close, we close, we close, we close. Do poli-
1: I don't do politics. I just like Lewis Black style. I just love his. No, no, I just, it's, I just,
0: exactly. I love his style. So I love. So this is a, this is. It's funny you say that. Like that. Rashawn linked us up for a reason because we're very similar. You, you a lot. I hope. I, I hope I get to look like you when I'm 50. But that's not the point. <laughs> right? Like.
2: You better start bullshit. doing some workouts.
0: Shut up, ho. Shut up, ho. I still bench more to you. The point is that. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a gut too. Listen, fuck it. Uh, Bill, my, so mine is Bill Cosby, George Carlin, uh, Patrice, Bill Hicks, Bill Hicks, and then Tony Woods and Dave Chappelle yeah. split for me, right? And so, and and I used to it used to be Louis Black. Louis Black was up there for me until I found out who Hicks was and realized that Louis, Black's Louis style Black style got
1: the style from Hicks, Hicks. Yeah. from yes. Hicks. Yeah, but I Bill love I, I like Bill Hicks too. I do like Bill yeah. Hicks, but I love Lewis Black, man. I I can watch. Yeah, uh,
0: Lewis Fox Black is more is more seasoned. I mean, not newer yeah, season. I'm sorry, it's more new. It's more yeah. new age. Whereas exactly. Hicks was so old, it's like some of the jokes you can't even resonate with. But yeah. like people, like when I say Bill Hicks, people don't know who the fuck I'm talking about. I'm like when it's I say crazy. Lewis
1: Black, when I say Lewis Black, some
0: people don't know. What I'm talk- brothers talking. Brothers yeah. brothers
1: look at me like who the fuck is that? You know, I'm like dog.
0: Google just 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 google
1: it. Trust me, you won't be disappointed, my nigga. Just if you, you know, even and again, I don't do politics. I just Martin. love his approach to comedy. His approach Martin. to comedy that angry, that that going that going from 0 to 60 within yeah. a within a bit, you know what I'm saying? Like he's like yeah. within a just I like like the, the to random resets a too that. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yes. That man just I love man, I love everything yeah. that dude does on stage, man. But yeah, man, I Yo, um that motherfucker wears a mic.
0: That motherfucker with two mics, because he yells so much they have to turn one of them down. They have to turn it down. I was yeah. like, Yo, what the too. fuck, bro? Yeah. Like, it's hilarious. But uh, hey, yo, Jay, you got anything coming up? We gotta get out of here, man. It's ten o'clock on on the east coast. Uh,
1: shit, what do I have coming up, man? I don't really have anything coming up, man. I'm working on some stuff right now with a couple of comedians. Uh, we're trying to put together some theater shows around the country. Nice. So that's well. well tell to everybody where they can topic. find you, Jay. Yo,
2: the uh, podcast and stuff.
1: Every social yeah. media, man. Uh, Jay Devon across the board, J-A-Y-E-D-E-V-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, YouTube. I got clips on there. Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get more social media savvy, man. I'm trying to, you know, trying to just, uh, get that out there, man. Uh, I just had that yeah, conversation up, with a bit, man. I got to start putting that out there, but, uh, I'm working on it, man. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, hit these clubs and trying to see if I, you know, trying to get around the country to start working these clubs and stuff more too. So all yeah.
0: that. Yo, that's Jay, uh, Devin, how you saying? Jay, no. Jay, Jay Devon. Devon. Jay, Jay Devon. Jay Devon. Terrence, you got anything coming up? Uh,
2: I have crunch time coming up, man. I'm going to shit myself. Baby can be here at any minute. God damn. Get me out of here. Nice. Man. I need help. Congratulations. Need help. Thank you, man. Baby number two on the way. <laughs> I don't know when it's crunch oh, it's time. The I'm in the, the red. red. I was gonna say nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was That's, fuck. Why
1: That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it. Nobody cares. With it. Whatever you want, whatever you need, it's on tab. Get it. That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it.